listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio and on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback to us via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. You can also anonymously tell us what you think of the show by filling out our survey at survey.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we play the game, you bet your life. We are missing four episodes since last week. This one aired March 30th, 1949. And George, what is today's secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, don't tell a soul, but the secret word tonight is name. N-A-M-E. Really? You bet your life. most beautiful compact, smartest cigarette cases, finest dresser sets, present Groucho Marx in the Elgin American show, You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here's that sterling Elgin American, the one, the only... Nice fella, know him well. Oh, that's me, Groucho Marx. Thank you. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples tonight. George Fenneman was first to try for it. We invited some Italian war brides and their husbands to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. and Mrs. Stuart Hart. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for Elgin American Compact, youngsters. And if you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you will win a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you always have with you. An Italian war bride, eh? Uh, well, we're very happy to have you here. Adriana, is yes. that Adriana? What part of Italy are you from? From Rome. From Rome? Rome, yes. And uh, Stuart Hart? That's right. Uh, where are you from, Stuart? Near New York City. How near? Oh, about 20 miles. Where? Ridgewood, New Jersey. Satan, <laughs> <laughs> you got him out of New York fast, didn't you? <laughs> uh, Adriana, uh, were you married here or in Italy? No, we are married in New York. At a wedding in Italy, do they throw rice? No, they threw confetti. Oh, I thought maybe they threw spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> well, doesn't that start until after the wedding? <laughs> how, did, how did you meet Stuart here? I met Stuart in, in a very strange way. My sister was sick with pneumonia, and they need penicillin, and they didn't, we didn't have, and we are very desperate. And I was so desperate that I just ran in the street, and I stopped. The first American I met was him. He helped me. He helped you my sister. You always carry penicillin around with you? No, no. I had to search. Huh? I had to look quite a while. Oh, and? and after I married him. He handed you the penicillin, then you married him? That's Not exactly. Oh, you rushed up to him and uh, said what? I just asked him if he could help me. If mm-hmm. you could help me find something. Well, how did you learn to speak English? Here. Here? Mm-hmm. How long have you been here? 19 months. 
You speak very well for 19 months. You speak as well as I do, and I've been here 100 years. <laughs> and you got out of the penicillin, and then uh, what were you doing when all this happens to it? I was in public relations in, uh, I've forgotten the number, 461st Bomb Group. What did you do with them? Well, I just wrote uh, releases for uh, newspapers back at home on what the exploits of the men who were doing all the work, incidentally, in the airport. Well, I don't know. Your job was an important one, too. Somebody had to do that job. Yeah, but frankly, my first German was in Fort Dix, New Jersey, when I got back. He had a tray in his hand. He was serving dinner in the mess. Well, when you were courting Adriana, uh, where did you go for excitement? Where did we go? We went to the... the... Colosseum. Coliseum? In the moonlight, yes. In the moonlight. And we went to the Apiantica, that is a very old street in Rome. That's the Apian Way. Yes, I don't know why you say in What's English. What's all apes there? <laughs> <laughs> what is the Apian Way? Huh? It's an ancient road that led from Rome to southern Italy. Uh-huh. Ah, romantic Italy, huh? The canals in Venice, the Colosseum in Rome, the cheese in Gorgonzola. <laughs> Now, how old are you, Stuart? 28. I don't want to get uh, nosy, Adriana, but uh, if you were in Italy now, how old would you be? 25. I see. And uh, how old is that in America? 25. <laughs> <laughs> we're not making a great deal of progress, Adriana. <laughs> you speak Italian? You ask her how old she is. Go ahead. Uh, Dillica. Dillica. What she says to it? She says it's none of your business. <laughs> well, it so happens that I speak Italian fluidly. I mean, fluently. And, uh, she said she's my age, 31. No, 25. Ah. <laughs> Caught you that time, didn't I, huh? Now, Adriana, here is your present from our sponsor, a silver finish compact trimmed in jeweler's bronze. And, Stuart, here is your gift, a silver finish cigarette case. They're by Elgin America. Oh, thank you very much. It's very beautiful. You like it, huh? Very much. What was there about Adrienne that attracted you most of all, besides the fact that uh, she was a girl and you were a man? Well, she's attractive and yes, intelligent. Yes, she is. Huh? I enjoyed being with her. When you were courting Adriana, what love tokens did you lay at her feet? Well, there were very few few things you could find in, along that line, I guess. Chocolate, uh, flour, canned soup. Canned soup, flour, and penicillin. Well, what more? <laughs> what more could a girl want, huh? You had your own private Marshall plan, huh? <laughs> now, as an Italian war bride, what do you like most about America? The freedom. That is... But everyone in Europe is looking for her. You don't mind paying the income tax? Right? No. <laughs> How do American girls compare with Italian girls, Stuart? I don't think there's any difference. No, I guess not. Huh? Italian war bride, what's the most embarrassing experience you ever had, Adriana? I don't know. I think the day of my marriage, when I was listening to the priest, and I was supposed to repeat what he was telling me, 
I couldn't. The words were too difficult for me. I was just looking at them and... One of the lines, as uh, everyone knows, is, and thereto I plight thee my troth. I couldn't She had say. no idea what it meant. <laughs> and I couldn't say. I always thought a troth was where a pig goes. <laughs> Do you have uh, any Italian customs that uh, we should adopt in this country, do you think? Well, uh, something I noticed, uh, the whole country goes to sleep from noon until four o'clock every day. I think that would be a good idea. (laughs) What do you think this audience is doing right now? (laughs) Just think what an opportunity that would be for Congress to pass new tax laws. (laughs) Suppose I wanted to go to Italy next summer, Adriana. How, could you teach me how to speak Italian? Of course I will. I well, could. You could. Uh, well, let's take a little lesson right now. For example, how do I say what time it is? Uh, what time uh, is it in Italian? Che ore sono? Mm-hmm. Is that right, uh, Stuart? Yeah. How do I say, what are you doing tonight, Adriana? Che cosa pensi di fare questa sera? No, I don't mean everything you're doing tonight. I mean... <laughs> Stuart? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I say, give me a little kiss? Dammi un piccolo bacio. Very interesting. Now, tell me, what does that mean in English? Give me a little kiss. <laughs> you keep your nose out of it. <laughs> besides, you need a shave. Huh? <laughs> well, you're a happy and attractive couple. Now, in just one minute, you're going to work together for $1,000. But first, George Fenneman has a few words he'd like to say. Have you looked at your compact lately? It calls attention to you every time you use it. And using a has-been is such a blow to the smart impression you want to make. But using an exquisite new Elgin American Compact is the best sign in the world that you're on your fashion toes in this all-important accessory. It's so important, in fact, that every woman needs three compacts to keep her daytime, sports, and evening clothes in correct character. So look at your compact tonight. And tomorrow, get a new, first-in-fashion Elgin American at any leading jewelry store, department store, or specialty shop. And at the price you want to pay, you'll have the most admired compact you ever own when it's America's number one compact, an Elgin American. Now, let's see if the Italian war bride and her husband will get a chance at the $1,000 question. You're going to play your bet your life. Fenneman, tell them the rules. Each of our three couples has $20. They bet as much of that 20 as they want on each of four questions. A couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 question at the end of the show. Our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they won't know what goes on until it's their turn. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. What question category did you select? Famous lover. Famous lovers. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? What famous friend of Caesar's uh, forgot his duty when he fell in love with Cleopatra? Mark Antonio. Mark Antony is right. $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Now, how much of the 30 are you going to try this time? 20 Prince Albert married a famous English queen. What was her name? Victoria. Queen Victoria. They now have $50. Here's your third question. How much of the 50 are you going to try? 30 All right, no, and Let's make it 40 All right. No, 40, right. Eh? All right, 40. Anne Boleyn lost her head over what famous English king? Henry VIII. Henry VIII is right. They're really climbing. They have $90. You've got $90. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 90 are you going to go for? 
Oh. All of it? <laughs> Robert Browning eloped with a poetess who lived on Wimpole Street. What was her name? Elizabeth Mead. El- um, Barrett. Barrett. Elizabeth Barrett is correct. And they wind up with $180. <laughs> Congratulations and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Perhaps the next couple will say the secret word, Groucho. It's name. They've been in a waiting room off stage. Okay, boys, bring them in. We invited some efficiency experts to the show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. Reg Kirton and a housewife, Mrs. Mary Adamick, to be his partner. And here they come, folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to the Elgin American program, folks. And if either of you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you each win a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you have with you always. Mr. Kitten, you're an efficiency expert. Is that uh, is that right? Well, uh, I might be called an efficiency expert. Actually, we're uh, called industrial engineers. Uh-huh. And uh, Mary uh, Adamick, you're a housewife? That's right. You look very young to be a housewife. Well, I've just been married. And very beautiful, too. Huh? Thank you. Do you have any children? Uh, not yet. To be efficient, uh, how many children uh, should she have? Well, I would say the average house has about a thousand square feet, and uh, each person ought to have. That would about... be five hundred children. <laughs> each person. No, I'd say uh, each person ought to have about two hundred square feet. So, an average family of two or couples should have three children. I see. Well, that's a curious way to get a family. Yeah. <laughs> measuring the floors. <laughs> what does your husband do, uh, Mary? Uh, he's a bartender. A bartender? That's right. And uh, how did you meet him? Well, I am what is known as the voice of the jukebox, a wired music operator who talks to the customers and takes their selection through a telephone. Mm-hmm. I met him on a furlough when he was home. About six months later, I recognized his voice over the, the box seems a girl in another location of ours was sending numbers to him. She sent him, you're not so easy to forget, and he came back and asked me uh, if I had a number called It Takes Time. So I sent that back to him, and I liked his sense of humor, so I figured I wanted to meet him. When I did meet him, the name Mary didn't... wasn't any word that you haven't said in this last five <laughs> At any rate, Mary, you said name. That means you each win an Apollo 16-millimeter sound movie projector. Uh, Mr. Kitten, as an efficiency expert, where do you work? I work at Lockheed Aircraft Corporation. Uh, you increase efficiency at Lockheed, huh? How? By making all the lady riveters wear loose-fitting slacks? <laughs> no, we don't. We uh, make time and motion studies and develop systems and procedures for efficient manufacture. How do you know whether anybody's wasting time and energy and motion? We watch them. For how long do you stand there and watch them? Sometimes five minutes, sometimes a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. You just stand around there for two hours doing nothing, huh? (laughs) You'd be the first guy I'd fire, right? (laughs) What Lockheed needs is an efficiency expert to look after the efficiency expert. Now, could you give me an example of how you've improved the efficiency of the Lockheed Company? Uh, yes, we've uh, developed a system whereby we uh, measure the... Measure uh, the flaws, I know. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, 
gain in addition to that? We measure the individual output of uh, each worker. What is the secret of efficiency? Uh, save motion. My Uncle Julius saves motion every Saturday night. He gets paralyzed. <laughs> Just to show you how efficient I am, here are your gifts from our sponsor. They're both by Elgin American. For our efficiency expert, a handsome silver-finished cigarette case. And for Mrs. Adamic, a smart, round, compact, and two tones of jewelers bronze. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. As an expert, do you think the average housewife is efficient, no, Mr. Kitten? No, I do not. Well, how do you know? Have you ever been a housewife? <laughs> no, but I've uh, watched quite a few work. the average housewife waste time and energy, Mr. Kitten? For example, in washing dishes. Well, probably not by having all the things that she needs in the same place, Isn't such it? as the soap powder what? and the dish rag and the dish pan. How about it, Mary? Do you have all those things uh, together? Uh, not always. What do you, you just have the jukebox and you put the dishes <laughs> in there? <laughs> My Aunt Minnie has a very efficient system of dishwashing. She just sets the uh, dishes on the floor and lets the dog in. <laughs> Anything wrong with that system? Well, I think it'd be rather unhealthy, wouldn't it? He's the healthiest dog in Pittsburgh. <laughs> healthiest dog in... Now you ask me what color the dog is. What color is the dog? I don't know. We've never had him out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> get tired of lampooning our own smog out here. <laughs> well, you make a very interesting team. Now, you're going to play your Bet Your Life, the Elgin American game, for $1,000. If you run your $20 into more than our other couples, you get a chance at the $1,000 question later. Fenneman, remind our listeners how much the first couple won. The Italian war bride and her husband won $180. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. What question category did you select? Uh, nicknames for popular musicians. That's right. Now, your four questions pay even money. How much will you bet on the first one? Ten. What orchestra leader is known as the sentimental gentleman? Tommy Dorsey. Tommy Dorsey is right. They're on their way with $30. All right. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. Uh, how much of the 30 are you going to bet this time? 25. Now, who is known as the poet of the piano? Carmen Caballero. Carmen Caballero is right. They now have $55. How much are you going to try for now? 50. Who is known as the 20th century Gabriel? Take a guess. Uh, Louis Armstrong. I'm sorry, it's Erskine Hawkins. They now have $5. How much of the five are you going to bet? <laughs> You're going to shoot the whites. All right. Who is known as the old professor? Kay Kaiser. Kay Kaiser is right. And they wind up with a grand total of $10. and good luck from Elgin American Compacts. Now, in just one minute, our last couple will play your bet your life and then we lower against the crack at the $1,000 question. Fenneman, it's your turn. If there's one thing that really glamorizes a bedroom, it's a new Elgin American dresser set. Exquisitely designed, finished with a jewel-like beauty, perfectly crafted in every detail, nylon bristles, hand-cut combs, extra clear reflection from the specially ground mirrors. And an Elgin American dresser set makes an unusually thoughtful welcome gift one you'll be remembered by for a long, long time. Many of these dresser sets have matching powder jars, too, with or without music when the cover is off. So, for yourself or for gifts, 
See how easily these dresser sets are priced in jeweler's bronze, silver finish, and sterling silver. Inside, you'll feel a special splendor when your bedroom is set off with the special charm of an exquisite new dresser set by Elgin American. Well, we'll soon know who's going to earn the most money and get the chance at the $1,000 question. George, who's leading so far? Well, the Italian war bride and her husband are ahead with $180. And here's our final couple, Groucho. They've been in a waiting room offstage, so they don't know the secret word is name. Okay, boys, bring them in. We invited some women attorneys and some city jailers to the show tonight, and here's the couple selected for the studio audience just before we went on the air. Lawyer Florence Anderson and jailer Tom Bauman meet Groucho Marx. Hello, folks. Welcome for Elgin American Compacts. And if either of you say the secret word at any time we're talking, you'll each win a 16-millimeter Apollo Sound movie projector. It's a common word, something you always have with you. A lady lawyer and a jailer, eh? Husky guy, yeah. Thomas uh, Bauman, is that the way you pronounce That's it? That's right. Are you married? Yes, I am. Uh, Miss uh, Anderson, you swear to tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, uh, so help you, Felix Frankfurter? Huh? I do. <laughs> How old are you, Miss Anderson? The question is irrelevant to material. <laughs> Objection overruled. Uh, how old are you, Miss Anderson? Uh, around 35. Do mm-hmm. you stand up in court and make long, uh, you, you should pardon the expression, impassioned speeches? Uh, <laughs> I do. Now, uh, uh, Jailer, do you have any little chips uh, off the old cell block? Uh, yes, two and one on the way. <laughs> measuring floors, eh? <laughs> Why do you do your jail keeping? At Lincoln Heights Jail. Mm-hmm. How long have you been in Lincoln Heights Jail? I've been over there two years. How'd you get out tonight? Uh, <laughs> was your wife with you? Huh? No, she's home. Uh, just to keep on the good side of the law, I've got perfect presents for each of you. A silver finished compact for our jailer's wife and another just like it for the lady lawyer. They're by Elgin American. Thank you. They're beautiful. Well, it's a beautiful okay. compact, Groucho. Thanks a million. Fun. There's nothing at all, Tom. Just forget about it. That's it. <laughs> Don't show that compact around your jailhouse. Some of the prisoners might want to take a powder. (laughs) What are your duties at Lincoln Heights Jail, Tom? Well, I receive incoming prisoners after they've been processed and fingerprinted. Where do you keep your prisoners? In uh, large tanks. Where? Tanks. You keep your prisoners in tanks. No wonder they had to get bailed out. How many guests can you accommodate, Mr. Bauman? Oh, we can squeeze in between 350 and 400. I've heard about your hospitality. (laughs) I understand you even sent a station wagon to pick up the guests. Is that right? (laughs) Now, what kind of food do you provide at your hostelry? Well, in all seriousness, Groucho, there's nothing fancy about the food, but it's I can well believe that. (laughs) It's plain solid. Well, what, for example? What What would be an average dinner? Well, an average dinner of beans, naturally, is a big staple over there. (laughs) And, uh... You're laughing. You don't eat it, huh? (laughs) Now, what about sleeping accommodations? Uh, Could I get a room there with southern exposure? I think you could. (laughs) I might take you up on that some winter's day, yeah? 
Now, as a lady lawyer, Mrs. Anderson, uh, Miss Anderson, do you, do you have any advantages over a male attorney? Besides the obvious ones, I mean. No, I don't. What kind of a case do you prefer, criminal, civil, or probate? Uh, probate and civil. Mm-hmm. What is probate? Is that uh, what the professional fishermen use when they go uh, fishing? <laughs> What, what is it? It's the administration of estates, the preparation of wills, and guardianship matters. Oh, I see. Well, when you take a case yeah. to court, what do you do before you arrive in court? Um, go through the details with my client, uh, talk to her witnesses, mm. uh, prepare the uh, pleadings, file them. Finally, if the court requests it, I uh, file my briefs. Mm-hmm. You carry an extra pair? Do you just... <laughs> mistake, Jailer. Well, do you mean in private life or yeah, as far as jail work is concerned? <laughs> I don't care. You can take either part of it as far as I'm concerned. Well, a mistake and kind of an embarrassing situation. And That's I, what we want. Uh, <laughs> night that I walked out of the four-story one of a hotel in my sleep. That's all you had on, just your sleep? <laughs> well, practically, I had on a pair of skivvy shorts, and that was about it due to the heat. I fell on a roof next door and... <laughs> A very accommodating young woman raised up her window and let me walk through her room. I made the corridor attired in this pair of shorts. Very nonchalantly rang for the elevator and went back up to my room. Were you single at the time? Yes, I was single. And you went right through that other room? Well, you make an interesting couple, and Jayla uh, Bauman, despite my kidding, I know your job is a serious one. I hope we never meet again sometime. <laughs> now, let's see how you two can work together. You're the last couple to play you bet your life. You beat the other two couples, and you get the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much they won, but George is off stage to remind our listeners. The Italian war bride and her husband are high with $180. Here we go. Let's say how high you can build you $20. What question category did you select? We'd like to try the famous events in American history. All right, you've got $20, and here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to shoot for? $10. In 1773, a group of Americans disguised as Indians destroyed the cargo and three British ships. What was this event called? Boston Tea Party. Boston Tea Party is $30. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the 30 are you going to chance? 25 In 1836, a group of gallant Texans were massacred while fighting for Texas independence. Where did this event take place? The Alamo. The Alamo is right. They're on their way. They have $55. Here's your third question. How much are you going to bet? 50 In 1814, Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled Banner while the fort defending Baltimore was under fire. What was the name of the fort? Fort McHenry. Fort McHenry is... They now have $105. Why, you're going through this like Robert Sherwood. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the $105 you're going to go for? $100. All right. Shoot the words. $100. Alexander Hamilton fought a duel with the Vice President of the United States. Who was the opponent who shot and killed Hamilton? Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr is correct. And they wind up with a grand total of $205. And that means... The woman attorney in the city jailer with $205 gets the chance at the $1,000 question. 
Remember, the name Elgin American is your assurance of the finest compacts and dresser sets you could own or give the next time a gift is due. Also, Elgin American's new American Beauty compacts and cigarette cases are real discoveries for just $2.95, $3.95, and $4.95. So always look for, ask for, and get the name that means the most because it gives the most Elgin American. And here's the winning couple, the woman attorney and the city jailer. Well, back again to try for $1,000 of Elgin Americans' money, eh? Good luck. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so talk it over thoroughly. And no help in the audience, please. Here it is for $1,000 in cash. For whose death was the Liberty Bell tolling when it cracked on the morning of July 8, 1835? This man was one of the greatest in American history. the answer you two have decided upon. Take a chance on it. I think it was Washington. No, I, I'm sorry. It was Chief Justice John Marshall. The bell has never rung since. Because <laughs> that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Congratulations and thanks to both of you. And anyway, you won $205 in cash with Jane Hay. <laughs> Elgin American Show, You Bet Your Life, is a John Goodell production, transcribed from Hollywood, directed by Bob Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. Remember, next week's big question pays $1,500. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this time for You Bet Your Life, starring Groucho Marx, presented by the creators of America's most beautiful compacts, smartest cigarette cases, and finest dresser sets, Elgin American. Good night, folks. Have you looked at your compact lately? You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Personally, I was rooting for the first couple. They were way more fun. Next week is the last episode for season two that we have before we start with season three and the beginning of our long run of sequential episodes. And that's going to do it for our program. You can find I Love Old Time Radio on iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, and on Spotify. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn. Please take the time to rate us and leave a comment as well. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club. Tomorrow, for those of you who are in our Vintage Radio Club, our program is called Johnny Eager. Monday, the shadow will return. And next Friday is some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs> <laughs>